everybody welcome back to trek to the holodeck i'm darius <laughs> i'm dylan and i'm jan you have 20 minutes on trick to the holodeck we find and rank every single holodeck episode in star trek canon that's what we do here and we have a very special ranking system which is called the drask system yeah yeah you'll figure that out later in the episode so listen to the whole episode to find out what drasks is find out what drasks is uh yeah so Hi, we're here. We're here to do the thing that we do every week. And uh, this week, what are we doing? We are doing Where the Silence Has Lease, The Next Generation, Season 2, Episode 2, first aired the 28th of November, 1988. That's pretty late for a second episode of a season. I guess you're right. Yeah, when did... Well, is it though? Oh, yeah, I guess. And the reason for that is... We'll find out after we <laughs> buckle up and get our so buckle space up. Ma- maze. We get trapped in a yeah, get, buckle, buckle up, get your space maze, and, uh, and drag. We believe these simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Without them, even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. You're really falling off with those. That's just because I'm doing them. Because <laughs> we like you. Yeah, you guys are the expert level. I'm level one. You guys ranked up real fast. I'm just catching up here. I'm just trying That's to. Okay. I don't have all the skills. Mm. Right. We put we we spent like the first twenty minutes of the game just ranking up our intro score. <laughs> and then we were and then like uh, and then we got to the point where it was like the the introduction walkthrough and it's like why are you so good at the intros? And we're like, yeah, well, you know, we found that uh, place to chop wood like right yeah. before the intro started. So we, and we just started like, chopping wood. Chopping so much <laughs> Sometimes wood. you ever play a video game and you're like, this is just how I, I figured out how to kill enemies and you just do it this way. And then Always. you like watch like a video online of somebody doing stuff. And you're like, that's incredible. Like yeah. you can do that in this case. Like, yeah, you just have to just try different things. Like that's nah, how I'll just I, keep... <laughs> that's how I play video games because I have absolutely zero patience where it'll be like X X is to slash and like Y is to like mega slash or whatever with the sword. Yeah. And I'll be like, cool, that's all I need. And then like the tutorial will <laughs> pop up and be like, you can also do like a mega backflip <laughs> thing like, with these. I'm like, no, I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need that. And I just go through the whole game using those two functions. It's like when fighting shield enemies, hold us. Like, I, you know what? I'm just going to hit X until it's dead. You get to the first boss, like, damn, this boss is really fucking hard. This game is impossible. And then you watch somebody like, like a YouTube or a Twitch video of someone taking on the first boss and they're done in like two seconds. You're like, oh, oh, you had to dodge. Yeah, I didn't. Just dodge button. Yeah, I, think I, didn't I probably, learn that. Um, I probably hit X all the way through. That <laughs> I tutorial. mean, if I'm being honest, there's definitely moves in video games that I just never even get to ever. Oh, for sure, because it's just like I don't. I already know a bunch of combinations. 
what's one more gonna do? It's kind like, of crazy, yeah. How how complex? <laughs> that's me with game. fighting games. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like I'm terrible at fighting games because I never want to sit there and learn the like B X X unless A B. Unless it's on the like arcade joystick right. thing, right? Then I mash at those games for some reason. Literally, literally, literally mash. You mash the buttons. <laughs> it's really fun. Uh, it's like when you don't know. It's like this is too complicated, and I can't really understand. I can't find any, so I'm just gonna try some random bullshit, like maybe self destruct the ship, just because like, I have no idea. <laughs> Guys, how to- I was just about to say, I want a Star Trek fighting game <laughs> where you can like, where oh, you can like Kirk shit. versus Picard fighting, or like Riker versus Picard, that's or so Riker like versus Kirk. Anti everything that Star Trek is about. Totally, it's absolutely it to death. But we're yeah. in the age of discovery; we can do whatever the fuck we want. That would be <laughs> sick. Like Kirk, Kirk would like. He's the only pure fighter in the entire right. series. Oh, imagine <laughs> Picard. Yeah, it's like fist. Picard never actually fights. He just He's like, like call, his moves are dodge, and then he gets like other like Worf shows up, Data <laughs> yeah. shows up. You know, like his combos are like Lieutenant, grab him. <laughs> like you know, Worf punches him. Or it's like Commander Data. <laughs> Yes, sir. <laughs> and he's Jordy, all like reroute power. And he's like, all snaky and like it yeah. moves all weird. <laughs> what is going on? This is nuts. Cisco's uh, just like the unpredictable fighter, right? Oh yeah, he'll I throw mean, punch you. Like that's his yeah. his specialty. Is just like Janeway's a fighter too. Chapel Bay. Oh, she's got Janeway's. the she's got Janeway's the rifle and the tank top and the whole, yeah. She, right. She's like action hero <laughs> captain yeah. more than any of them. Janeway is 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 John McClane on Voyager. She's, <laughs> she, she's die hard. Asubs, I think I think uh, Riker would just be in Ambo Jitsu. Yeah, uh, garb. <laughs> that'd be one he of his would, skins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he can step over enemies with his. You know how he steps <laughs> over chair? chairs. The Riker, <laughs> the Riker maneuver. <laughs> the Riker maneuver. <laughs> that would be so funny. Oh, Your character just turns into a chair for a second. Yeah, and he steps over the chair. <laughs> What the hell? This game is completely unbalanced. <laughs> Spock's just out there, uh, Vulcan pinch- nerve just pinching, just killing people. people. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Whenever, whenever um, Sulu's got a gun. <laughs> Sulu's got a gun. <laughs> just an old school gun. He's yeah. just fucking firing off pistols. And he looks at the screen. Whenever like, Worf comes on screen, he just yells. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Come on. How do you think Harry Kim would do? He, he would whine. Um, the character he, Harry that Kim, wouldn't be his no, attack. It, Harry Kim wouldn't be a full character. It would be Tom Paris and Harry Kim. Yeah, and like like Harry Kim team. would be like the, the the tag team, but he would be the guy that comes out every once in a while. Mm, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm, to do something his specialty move. Oh, that's incredible. We, I need that. I would play the shit out of that. They have a Star Trek mobile game right now. That's it's a, getting pushed hard on me on it Instagram. It is. It's like a turn-based fighting. Like I don't even know how to explain it, but like you level up the characters or whatever, and then you just tap on the people you want to shoot, and then it shoots it, them. It's like the most unengaging thing. I don't know about you guys, and I think you might feel the same way. All mobile games have the most convoluted and ridiculous menu structures. It's weird. And I can't play them. Yeah. And so like any Star Trek game that I've tried playing mobile-wise, it's the same kind of menu structure that like all these other games have where you don't know exactly where to go to play. It's just like 10,000 buttons with like ads in your face the whole time. (laughs) And you're just like, what is this monstrosity of 
of a menu. I think it's an expectation thing because for me at least when I download a mobile game, I just want instant I'm playing. Where like some of these mobile games that are coming out are like, this is an actual game (laughs) and you have to focus on it. This isn't like a mobile game. And I can't. My brain is just like, no, I just want to play. But they still have the mobile game of like, wait 30 minutes or buy more energy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all, it's, it's, it's attention economics on mobile devices. It's all about getting you to stare at the screen as long as possible. As long as possible. Because of the thing you mentioned, Darius, of ads. Yeah, and, yeah uh, but the, the, these mobile games with these menus, it actually makes me close the game right away. Yeah. Sure. I'm like, I can't do this. Like, there's not. Yeah. Because we, we are of a certain age, too, probably. <laughs> we um, are of a certain. I, age. I will say that for me, like I'm, I'm even further out of like I don't think of this as a game, as a game. thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I know that there are games on it, and and, right. and but I, I just can't. Ever, I know, and there's like a good chip in here, you know, like it can really do it, but I just I can't. If if I can do a handheld console, but this is my that, phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. This is my phone. <laughs> The only thing I'll play on my phone is like the simple repetitive, games. like the simple games, the like uh, like um, run the the run games, yeah, where you like yeah. switch between temple run, temple run. Games. I'll play that, and I'll play like I like Flappy Bird, and like yeah. that's it. And like yeah. anything more complicated that have has joysticks, I'm like, who? Why? Why was somebody doing this? I don't understand. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> Because you're, they're not as privileged as you, Dylan. They don't have a game system like a PlayStation or a PC. That's fine. And they I only have a phone, that. and that's how they have. That's, well, that's cool. That's let's let's be real here. iPhone's twice as expensive as a PS5. I yeah, know. that's true. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> kind of insane now. That you're thinking about it, yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely nuts, uh, guys. Um, where silence has lease. This, where silence has lease. This, this is a 1988 kind of a, joint. Go ahead. Dylan's oh, right. I was gonna say I kind of, it's kind of a banger. I liked it. I think because it vibes. It's 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 a hundred percent that early TNG, very original series as Ronnie J. Which I kind of love. Roddenberry is like there cannot be outright conflict <laughs> at this, all. <laughs> this is like perfect uh, a mixture TNG for me because it's second season, right? So you're not like full original series. You still have TNG, the some, feeling yeah. of TNG. Riker's got a beard. Still got, Riker got his beard, like everything's going on, but you still have like Ronnie J doing the like original series style music with like all the tinkling and great, great <laughs> They've They loosened their uniforms just a little, just bit, a little bit, but they still have like still the, tight. the wingtip things on the shoulders. Yeah. I'm like, this is perfect. This yeah. is great. I love this. It's like the sweet spot. Uh, I, this moment right at the beginning, I had to rewind it because I thought I came in at the beginning of an episode because the way Picard walks in, he's just like, he's walking in, everyone's quiet, everything's quiet, and it's just kind of weird. And he's just like yeah. looking around. He's like, okay. All right. And then he sits down. And then, <laughs> like, no, did, we get the cut without, yeah. did we get the cut without any sound effects? Yeah, what's going on what's right going now? On? And then, uh, what's her name? is finally like, Troy. Troy's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> You're acting so weird right now. He's like, I'm just not so sure about this training exercise. That Worf yeah, is is doing. that what he's talking about? They're yeah. worried about, oh, because I guess this is kind of a big deal, right? Having a Klingon on the ship. 
still at this point. It's it's like he's kind of like giving him giving him permission to do an unapproved workout, like this with Riker. With Riker, with who Riker. is a human. <laughs> Riker's like, I want to do it. I can totally do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally. And and Worf's like, look, I don't know, I, man. I trust your enthusiasm, but this is like Klingon level. <laughs> I'm about to rip some throats. Yeah. Are you ready to see that? <laughs> I'm about to take on Skeletor. Yeah. You want to take on Skeletor? There's Skeletor in here. You know what that is? <laughs> I'm, I'm prepared to find out. I mean, I do think that, because this is before that episode, I think, where Riker does the officer exchange with the Klingon ship, which is also a great episode where he's just like, what are the, these bloodworms? Yeah, I'll fucking eat bloodworms. <laughs> He's like, good shit. Delicious. Give me more. Give me some more fucking bloodworms. It's like, okay, buddy. You don't have to be so into it. <laughs> Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> uh, I've also yeah. finally realized why people hate Pulaski so much. She's a fucking asshole to Data. Like, yeah. treats him as literally a piece of dirt on the I ground. I feel like it's like her... What should be entirely internal monologue, she says out loud. She's like, it, no, not it, thing, person, person. I'm supposed to call this, it a person because this, Starfleet says it's a person. It's like, Flasky, you're saying this out loud. <laughs> this, this whole scene is basically like what I feel like some asshole at a company is doing with uh, with pronouns right now. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Being like, he. Nope, sorry. The company says I have to call you they. Okay, you're they. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, that person's like, thank you? Thank you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're trying to do it, but also you're being very begrudging really about, weird it? About, about it. About this. And I love Data's weird little smile because like Data's like, not yes, offended at all. Yeah. And then just she's like, you're a thing. The, the book says that you're sentient and he just right. this is a little smile he's like mm, yes yes i am, I am. Yes, <laughs> plasky in this scene is like the larry david of the ship it's just yeah. like internal da, monologue da, da, external da, 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 da. <laughs> ron jones did not do that but uh, <laughs> uh this is by the way uh written by jack b sowards 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 i don't S. It's like know, cowards, but with an S. S. Sowards. Sowards. Yeah. Uh, and he was a co uh, He wrote Wrath of Khan. Whoa. And oh, he shit. invented the concept of the Kobayashi Maru test. So kind of legendary. And if you think about it, this episode is sort has a vibe of a Kobayashi Maru. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we're in a situation where it doesn't seem like we can win. There's no win. And yeah. so Picard is like, All right. Fuck it. <laughs> We won't win. We won't win then. It's just like what? a jerk off symbol. Like, <laughs> just, everyone looks at Picard's like, wait, what? No, hold on. Like, no, wait, I've had a good career. You fucking hurt Stargazer. Me. Had a good year on the Enterprise. Fuck it. Riker's like, I still haven't gotten to be captain yet, dude. Come on. <laughs> no, come, please. <laughs> uh, it Fuck was it directed all. by Winrich Colby. 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 <laughs> this is his first episode of Star Trek ever. Wow. Nice. Do you think he did the Colby on set? Uh, yeah, I think he you think did. Like, you this think, is the first time he ever did the Colby on set. You yeah. think in the, the VFX bay when they, they're like, all right, this is the face. 
this is what the alien's gonna look like. He this was is... just like, Colby, fucking perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. So and then well, this like, was our first draft. <laughs> this is our first draft. Like, and we nope. haven't added any texture to it or anything yet. Like, no, 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 no that's Colby. good. That's a right Colby there. right there. Like, we just wanted, we literally just wanted you to give us the okay on the, We're gonna on keep the structure of the it. face. Like, this is the wireframe. Like, we want to make sure that, like, the structure's good and then we were gonna put everything. Nope. No, no, Colby. no, no. That Colby. one's good. I want it. that one. You Colby'd it. First shot. <laughs> we have so much technology. We can make it look so much better. Yeah. Colby, just stop talking. We have we just have stop. another week of time budgeted for this. We could we can nope. really make this. Cook. Colby, nope. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> what a wild ass face. That's some stuff of nightmares right there. It totally is. It is terrifying. <laughs> That's almost that face is almost worse than the high eyes alien kid that Riker has to deal with. <laughs> I like this one almost more, if I'm being honest. Because you see it and you're like, is that a still frame? Are they like animating it frame by frame to talk? Like, what is this? It is weird. And he kind of tries to explain it where he's like, this is me trying to uh, look like you. And like, you can hear somebody in the back be like, you're doing a fucking terrible Terrible job. job, What what is that? Pardon me. Part of me was expecting, and I know it wasn't going to happen, but I wanted, like, at the end of this episode, after the, like, he let us go pretty easily. Like, what what happened? And then he, like, pops on screen again, and we just hear from the background, like, Danny, Danny, get in here. <laughs> Shut up, Mom. I'm playing with my I'm experiment. Found a, <laughs> a spaceship. Found a spaceship. I'm talking to this captain. I'm pretty. We dinner, Danny. You're- Danny. They're super primitive, mom. (laughs) Tell them they're primitive. They're super primitive. They just want to like fight stuff all the time. They think they think I'm doing my best impression of what they look like. I look like shit. I look so stupid. (laughs) They didn't even say anything about it, but this just looks so dumb. You know what it reminds me of is is you know on late night TV back in the day they would do this thing where. They would just replace the lips of like a picture of somebody yep. and somebody mm-hmm. would do an accent. Yeah. They did that, yeah. but with a blue cl- <laughs> space cloud. <laughs> oh my God, it's like a Conan O'Brien bit. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> uh, this the music and this, we've already mentioned it multiple times. Ronnie J. Ronnie J. Ron Jones. It's Ron Jones. Literally the first time you hear any sort of music, you're just like, ah, Ron Jones. All right, here we go. Ronnie J. We're going to have a good one. We're going to be vibing this episode. Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk about it later, but like that early holodeck stuff, the music and the sound effects and everything. I'm like, this is like a Universal Studios, (laughs) like, you know, when you're waiting in line for a certain (laughs) amusement. (laughs) And you're like, there's the fog effects and like the birds chirping and every occasional like thunder in the background. It's like, cool. I'm excited for this Ooh. jungle whatever like Cruise. jungle like, strike it's yeah. almost like it's the the music as much as i love it almost feels like when they make one of the like offshoot star wars movies and they have to they like cannot stop themselves from putting in the like the Star Wars theme into the music, even though it's like a yeah. weird version of it. Yeah. And you're like, all right, yes. We're watching Star Wars. Yeah. Thank well, you. It's, it, it's totally that because I think they pull, I think Ron, Ron Jones pulls some bits from the original series, like fight sequences and stuff. Oh, my During God. that Klingon training workout program. That's pretty rad. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty great. Uh, do you want to do, guys, we've already talked about some stuff already, but do you want to do a quick recap? Let's do a quick recap. Let's do it. 
Damn, I'm still asking people permission. You guys down? I'm down. No. No. Uh, Who, who's um I'm not in? doing it this week. It's me. I'm not down. I'm doing it. Yeah. All right, Dylan. Okay. I'll start the timer. 30 seconds to recap this entire episode. <laughs> whenever you whenever you're ready. So Riker and Worf are in the holodeck and they're like killing stuff and Worf's, uh, Riker's kind of freaked out that Worf is killing so much stuff. And so back to the bridge, they find this weird space blob and they're like, what is it? It doesn't exist. So they go into it and then they get enveloped in it and then there's this weird guy who's fucking with them and poking them like a frog on a thing. Um, and then shit gets fucked and Riker and Picard's like, you know what? We're just going to blow up the ship because he's going to kill all half of us anyway. And he sets it to 20 minutes and, and it's like, oh, fuck, we're all going to die. And then he gets out of it and everything's cool. Nobody bangs. Nah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Unless somebody definitely banged in that 20 minutes. Somebody's oh, like, I got to do this. Half the ship did. He's like, <laughs> um, half the ship yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> probably like, uh, uh, Lieutenant Christian, um, will you meet me in my quarters? I have to, something I don't want to talk about. He's like, hey, I've been thinking for a long time. It's like, don't say another word. We, we have just 20 minutes. Banging. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's just get it. Just do it. Just do They're it. like, Picard's like, um... <laughs> Card to Jordy, sir. There's nobody down here. Everybody went to go fuck. fuck. They they all just looked at me and said, "We're all going to fuck." fuck. We got 20 minutes. Left. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> he, he turns around. He's like Riker, and Riker is like mid mid out the door. He's like skidding, like skidding down the highway. Picard's like Riker, get in here. He's like, but there's an orgy but on deck orgy. three. <laughs> We only have 20 He's minutes like putting left on a life. weird like buddy mask or something. What's going on? Just there was a plan in place. There was a, and then like the whole deck is empty and it's just Picard and Data. And Data like spins around in his chair and is like, what is death? <laughs> Picard's like, fuck me. Aesop says, how many self-destruct oops babies are out there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so tell me about Tommy. Right. Um, so this is actually why baby. there's so many kids aboard <laughs> yeah. uh, the Enterprise. The Enterprise didn't actually have kids to begin with, besides like Wesley. Like, there's yeah. so many s- false self destruct alarms. Yeah. That- there's like a first batch of encounter at Farpoint babies where it's like, yeah, we're pretty sure that the, the, the net, the space net around us was going to kill us. Whenever um, there's a self destruct alarm. Like there just becomes like a crop of like maybe five to ten kids. Yeah. Like and they're and all named after like, whatever arbitrary like person solves the right. issue. Like <laughs> yeah, this one's name is actually one zero because you know, there's um, like the that's the one zero generation. Yeah. That one dude that is always asking the same person to have sex with them at a time like five or six times <laughs> yeah. where they like call them like, Hey, we gotta self destruct and they're like, No, dude, stop nah. calling me on the self destructs. <laughs> We're done. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but could, could be your last time. Just say this could, could be, be it. <laughs> it could be, but it's probably not gonna be. We'll probably have another one. So we've been through like six of these in the past month. Oh, that, that's really um, funny, Aesops. Thanks, thanks for sharing that. That's a really funny <laughs> idea. <laughs> there's, there's the point here. There's a couple points in this, like on the bridge of like trying to figure out what's going on. But the 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 point of where um, Pulaski comes on and, and Data's like, well, it seems like it's another dimension, devoid of a dimension. So maybe it's a, another dimension. Mm-hmm. Pulaski's like. That could be. 
And then Brett, and then Picard's just like, yeah, but we're going to talk about that later. Yeah, like yeah. just cuts data off. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, let's talk about that later. I don't really necessarily want to have this long conversation right now. Yeah. <laughs> data got just, really, yeah. he started to get really like insightful. And Picard is like, well, you, you, we do not want to have this conversation. This is right too now. much. We are, this is way too deep. Most of us are humanoids. <laughs> like we're, we're meat puppets. You're too complex. <laughs> you could probably tackle this, but we can't handle it. It's too much. Uh, I, I do it just love- really the way Picard delivered that just really felt like Picard's like I got a dinner party I got to go to <laughs> like I not- really can't have this conversation right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's it, this is this is just an example. I know that Star Trek's about exploration and discovery, and like I love that they get there and like it's so weird, right? Like we should just hang out here. It's so <laughs> weird, right? And everybody's like, "Yeah, we should totally." But but then like somebody take it's like somebody takes it a little bit too far. It's like we, let's go in there. We should drive right into it. <laughs> we should. What? No, this is all 100% Wesley's fault. <laughs> Wesley was like, "Hey, I figured out how far the uh, the thing goes out. I can get as closer if you want." What? And then Picard's like, yeah, sure, go for it. <laughs> Meanwhile, you have somebody to... driving the ship who hasn't even gone through Starfleet Academy. Doesn't even necessarily know how to fly the ship. He does, I guess. But like, you just see like, then he gets them to the edge. And then the next thing you know, they're like, what happened? Oh, we're in it. Wes is like, fuck. Fuck. I just I can imagine when Picard's like, yeah, take us to the edge. Like seven of the people that you know are normally just kind of working on the panels in the back, just like snap their heads. Like, are you fucking kidding me? What? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't, I don't we, trust the fact this I did teenager four and a half years. <laughs> I did a summer semester in Starfleet Academy so that I could graduate on time, so I could get on the Enterprise. And you're saying Meanwhile, we need to go into this deep dark blob that we have admitted we don't know anything about. about. <laughs> Meanwhile, down in 10 forward, we got Haskell like half a bottle deep and somebody comes up. is like, what's up, dude? He's like, 14 year old kid took my spot again. <laughs> but um, yeah, only reason I'm going to be on the bridge later today is because there's a limit as to the number of hours he can work legally because he's 14 years old. And like, I, you know, he, I don't know, spent like four years of my life going through Starfleet Academy, learning how to drive starships. I got assigned to be a helmsman on the Enterprise. Huge deal. First member of my Huge family. Huge deal. I called my grandmother, mother? my mother. I called everyone. And then the, there's like, uh, this is Wesley. I need uh, ready to um, head over home, uh, Mr. Am, Haskell. So I go have ahead to be and back take- for dinner at uh, five o'clock. So, Mr. So can Haskell, you take, can you take over the ship, Mr. Haskell? Like, Thank you. Like, uh, here I go for my bullshit shift. Yeah, <laughs> it gets up there, and he's looking gets at the there. console, and it's like, this is. What the fuck did Wesley do to this thing? How did he set this thing up? <laughs> he's like trying you to not set this the thing co- up like this. <laughs> That's what really kills him when he's like freaks out and he's like, Ugh. <laughs> they're like, Haskell, you know, what do you see? And he's like, I don't, I don't see anything. <laughs> you know when you see somebody? I don't know. You see somebody sit down and they like set up their keyboard like to play like Fortnite and they turn the keyboard like sideways. Oh, yeah, and you're like, what not. the fuck are and you then doing? They, like, and you're like, what are you... That's what Leslie did to the <laughs> yeah. whole depart- like thing. It's just like, how did this even... <laughs> I'm, it's like, I'm, it's fine if you have your own controls, but to save it under your own profile and he doesn't is, do that. He always goes to mine 
He says this is the default profile. <laughs> and every time I tell Picard, and he always tells me to stop talking. He's always like, we have more important things. And I'm like, it's like it's your I, job. Can't, I don't think you understand. I can't steer the ship I'm when I've got a 14-year-old fucking with the controls. Also, I, I shouldn't be second shift. <laughs> The fourteen-year-old should not be first shift. Yeah, but you know the way it works. It, 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 he wakes right, whatever, up at Picard, seven. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. I get it. I get it. All right. <laughs> I also love. I didn't realize. I've seen this uh, gift so many times. Yes. And I was so psyched to see the episode that it's from, and I was immediately just like, "Oh, this is the episode that yeah. that, that, that gift's from." What gift? Of, of Haskell, of Haskell dying. dying. Oh, right, right. It's like right. under like crazy or like losing your mind or whatever. He's like, it's, it's like when you see something that is infuriating on Twitter yeah. or something, like somebody <laughs> writing something about anti-vax and you just like show that. Gif. I can't. I, I just can't. can't. I just can't handle uh, so, this. Um, shout out to Charles Douglas, by the way, who plays Haskell. Uh, right. Really feel bad for Haskell on every yeah. level. He uh, looks like... He looks like the guy that's gonna die. Like the moment they yes. they close up on him, you're like, oh, he's gone. This guy he's is so guy. dead. Yeah, <laughs> so dead. <laughs> poor guy. They and the way that they all just kind of look away when he's dead. Like, uh, yeah. And don't talk about him ever again. Because like you just you know what you just wasted so much time. You killed a guy. You kill and now we. I That's have to, my second shift helmsman. That's yeah. my second shift. Now I got to find God somebody damn. else to take over for the fourteen-year-old kid. Because I can't, I can't legally bring the fourteen-year-old kid up here. He's not allowed. He's not legally. He's worked his not allowed four-hour shift. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, a few more uh, guest star shout-outs. Um, so let's just go down the list. Earl Bowen plays Nagalum, The 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 Colby alien face um, <laughs> and not a super well-known name but if you've seen the Terminator movies he's that psychologist who's talking to Sarah Connor in the first Terminator uh, and Michael Bean uh, and he's like this guy is crazy he thinks he's from the future and stuff and then he shows up in Terminator <laughs> 2 again and he's the one who's treating Sarah Connor is like this girl's crazy <laughs> Her ex-boyfriend kidnapped her and she made it like he made her crazy and he and this then in the third crazy. one yeah he's like these people are crazy. <laughs> Who is this? It's Earl Bowen. Uh, uh, Do- his, Who does he play? He, he plays Dr. Silberman. Here, let me put it in the Discord. He's the uh, in this episode there's a character character no, no, named Dr. He's Silberman. the alien. He's oh. the he's the alien. alien. Oh, okay. Got yeah. yeah. Gotcha. And also he's been in like a billion video game. Like he's a big voice actor. That's a billion. Pr- billion. One billion. This is uh, the, but yeah, this is his little Star Trek moment. The guest star shout out that I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. Uh Steve Kelso as insect insectoid opponent. Um <clears throat> is that Skull that's not Skull Man. That's uh other bug guy. It's the other bug I guy. I think like the turtle looking guy. The he's guy who st- looks like a Mario thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's a stunt guy. <laughs> And was Dominic Toretto's stand-in in a few of the Fast and Furious movies? Is that great? <laughs> really gets me going. Hey man, I just want to ask you, like, how'd you get your start? You know, your Dom's stand-in. That's your Dom's great. Stand-in, it's like, man. have you heard of Star Trek: The Next Generation's season two episode <laughs> where Silence has lease? Yeah, yeah I never heard of it. Dude. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I would I just think love. He was... 
I think he was maybe Picard's stunt double and some stuff. <clears throat> oh, I'm he stunt sure. doubled for Patrick Stewart and Nemesis. So basically, he doubles for bald dudes a lot. Yeah, yeah. yes. And, and early in his career, he was probably like sleek and fit, and so he could uh-huh. do like uh, he could do Picard and stuff. And then later in his career, he put on a little extra, <laughs> but it made his like shoulders a little bit broader, yeah. so he could do Dominic Toretto. He, he like, does a Diesel now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. And then there's Jan Michael Schultz plays the skull face Skeletor guy, <laughs> which Skeletor. I gotta say that's actually yeah, an incredible right makeup jo- like for like two like not even two minutes yeah it's one of the legitimately like creepier scarier things that i've seen on star trek right uh so yeah skull face i want to see that again i want yeah. lower de- i mean like yeah. now we know that whatever wish list we have for trek stuff showing lower up deck, we'll is lower decks because yeah. they're, they're like, yeah, we get into animated series stuff. We get into weird original series stuff. We get an Ambo Jitsu. Um, and so, yeah, I think that if there's any show that's right for it, it's Lower Decks. I know. Go to I'm the gonna, Skull Face Planet. I'm going to turn on Lower Decks tonight and they're going to be like, oh, I'm a, I'm a uh, emergency uh, uh, emergency baby. The uh, self-destruct. Yeah. yeah. Self-destruct yeah. baby. Like, what? Yeah. This is exactly our bit from today. Literally tonight. Fuck, yeah, what the- Aesop's <laughs> came up with that. How do they do that? How do they do that? <laughs> do, do we get a writing credit? No, we don't. Of course we not. Don't. No, we don't. We're Damn. the ghostwriters for uh, Lower Decks. Lower Decks. <laughs> it's too it's it's too painful sometimes when that happens when you're like you're like this is such a great bit and then you see some comedy show do it literally like two days later you're like that means they thought of it like six, six months, months ago, ago. Yeah. it's kind of validating I mean, though because you're like it's it so was validating. a good bit you're it like was i'm on the right bit. track yeah. it was a good bit like god damn it but it, it just gets so bit. frustrating because you're like damn it they thought of it yeah. Six months, six months ago, and they also did the work of like writing scripts, getting a manager, and getting all that stuff. Right? Like it's they had, you know, they had the they had the ability to be on this TV show. Yeah, so it yeah. could be seen. The stars aligned <laughs> properly, and they were prepared for it. Because, like, here's the thing: if this afternoon, Michael Mike McMahon was like, "Hey, if you just turned in the spec script real quick, we could probably get you on a writer's staff for Lord Dex." I wouldn't be able to. You know, no. Like if you I wouldn't. had the opportunity of a lifetime, I don't have a spec script just ready to give to him. Oh you know, yeah, could, no. But if he gave me a couple hours, I'd throw one together. <laughs> yeah, it's literally like send me a sample, and you're like tomorrow. Yeah, and then we immediately the record an episode day. of this right yeah. for right. ourselves. <laughs> hey guys, um, I know you guys are all probably really busy, but we have to record an episode of Trek to the Holodeck. <laughs> That I can then use For to make a spec sample. script. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, good for good for people on that show. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I just want to you know do our Reddit segment a little bit earlier this time. Let's do it. Please, please, yeah. please, please. Before please. we forget. Yeah. Um, so this is posted by Presita, P-R-E-C-I-T-A. I don't understand the TOS episodes where planets are based on time periods on Earth. And so they bring up the Chicago gangster planet, the Nazi planet, the American flag planet, the Roman planet, and the Earth planet with the exact same continents and formations as modern Earth of the 1960s, only where the kids never grow up and all the adults die of disease. I'll tell you what it is. They wanted a holodeck and they didn't have it. Yep. 
And J.M. Crown writes, from a production standpoint, they were the holodeck episodes of the time. Yeah. And that's oh that's just what it is. J.M. Crown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I think it's completely fine. It, but it's like, when you think about it, it is complete insanity. It's Because when you're watching a space show and you're the like, The American oh, flag planet. We found a planet. <laughs> we found a planet. And like, oh, what? let's check it out. Oh, just a bunch of dudes dressed in American flags. Uh, where apparently there weird. was some war and the aliens worshipped the U.S. flag and constitution, but took its meaning out of context. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a really good one. It's a fairly classic one where at the end of the episode, Kirk is like, you guys don't understand what this means. This is what it means. And I was like, oh, well, we'll just change our culture entirely. Thanks, Kirk. <laughs> and then the Enterprise is like, peace. Cool, deuces. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I love how on lower decks too they make fun of that when they go back to one of those original planets and they're, they're like, "You guys started murdering each other again. Why did you do that?" And you're like, "Well, that's kind of just what our culture was for three thousand years. Like, yeah, nobody came and backed us up. Like, and Enter- can't just yeah. <laughs> Enterprise was just like, you guys need to fix your problems, and then they left. Then fucking left. <laughs> you guys uh-huh. need to sort this out." <laughs> Oh man, the Roman uh, planet. We, that's a good list, a good reference list too for us for those original series. That's episodes. a great yeah, reference yeah. list. Yeah, we have to call them those those names though. Yeah, you can't call them the actual American episode. Flag. American yeah, the American flag, flag, flag planet. <laughs> the this Roman week, planet. Yeah, this week we're doing American flag planet, and next nineteen sixties planet. Yeah, nineteen sixties <laughs> gangster planet. Oh, so great. Uh, incredible. I also I just want to point out. When Picard and Riker, I'm sorry, were you done with the Reddit stuff? Was that the I am, one yeah. You had? I thought okay, cool. nice, short, and quick. Yeah. Um, when they're discussing how long they should give people to come to terms with their death for yes. the thing, <laughs> how haphazardly Riker just goes, hey, man, 20 minutes is a good that round number. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing the mental calculation right now. It's like 20 minutes. That's enough. I, just, I send the alert over the tricorders. Everybody will be on deck three in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to grab my mask. About, <laughs> takes me about 10 minutes to get off. <laughs> then five minutes refractory now. period. Yeah. <laughs> Gives me about five more minutes to get back up here for... The end, and the I look. great. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. well, you missed like the last minute or so is when like Riker comes, like he's like adjusting his uniform. <laughs> his hair's kind of messed yeah, up. His hair's kind of messed up. It's like how much time we got left? Four and a half minutes. He's like, yes, yes. <laughs> you know that like he he's went- in the turbo lift. Yeah. He's in the turbo lift. Doors haven't opened yet. He tells the computer to not open the doors yet. Yeah. He like pulls out like a little mirror. He's like, okay, <laughs> right, cool. <laughs> You know when he said 20 minutes too, he wasn't doing the mental math there. He'd already known about like how right, long yeah. it would take. So Picard's like, how long? He's like, 20 minutes. And Picard's like, hmm, they just answered that quickly. He's like, oh, I just, you know, it's a good round number. I've thought about 20 it minutes. a lot. Maybe Makes it sense. might be good. Yeah. It's like not long enough for us to change our minds, you know? And yeah. Like, but yeah. like, it's enough time for us to change our minds if we have to. All right. How did you know exactly 20 minutes? I've had a lot of conversations in my therapy sessions with Troy. Yeah. And I do know that uh, if we were to have a self destruct, 20 minutes is exactly how much time I need. And they like put their hands, and Riker's like, uh, yes, I concur. And it's like, all right, self-destruct in 20 minutes. He's like, I got to go. I'll be right back. Be and right he just back. like I have books a thing it out there. That I need to do. 
You'll understand, of course. Uh, <laughs> I, I I like Picard's version of that is like, I've got the perfect track for this. <laughs> it's Gymnopédie, L'An et Douloureux by Eric Satie. And I'm going to go and listen to it right now. You know, he, you know, he blew oh, 15 minutes getting down there. Like you can't, there's no way he gets to his quarters under 10 minutes. So he's got only 10 minutes left and he's like, Oh, you know, Picard gave himself a quarters right off the turbo lift. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Actually. He's like, yeah. it's, he wants it's to be a little ladder, out of bed, but yeah, it's <laughs> nice to be able to, to just get in there. Um, you know, Picard is one of those people that like, it's just like a so, so day on the bridge. Like not a lot's going on, but he's like, ah, I've got the perfect track for this. And he like tells the computer to play it. Yeah. And everyone's sitting there like, God damn it. Oh, fuck. I just want to do my job. I just need to do my I job. I just want to do my job. And Picard's right like sitting in the captain's chair, like, <laughs> <laughs> like so good. Just like, and it's like, it's it. easy for him, but everyone's just like, yeah. I, I got to make sure I get this I'm analysis. Doing calculus right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, if, if our warp course diverges by point, more than 0.1 degrees, I, we could crash into a star. I have to. Boom. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Uh, it's surprising that people don't more people don't have like little ear like noise cancelers in like that would right. I would imagine in our lifetimes everybody's gonna have some things at some point where just permanently in their ears and they can just be like you know tapping it I well, think as, got yeah, those, like, like um, noise canceling headphones right yeah I mean like earbuds. I'm already there where I'm like should Doctor I just wear my days. airpods all the time are you so one of those people now I, I might be just just, like, just for the noise canceling <laughs> yeah it is pretty nice <laughs> Super nice. It's very calming. What's you know it like with the I don't have the, the noise canceling ones. What's so. the pass through audio like? Is it pretty good? Pastor? Pass through audio. Pass through. Pass through. Like when you audio. unmute it and you can hear like yeah, the outside. It's good. It, what's really weird actually is it helps me because it'll pick out voices and mm. highlight them is the best way I can describe it. It'll highlight voice sounds compared to background sounds. That's so you cool. still hear background sound, but the voices come out crisper. Mm. And this actually helps me, if it's a really loud environment, understand what people are saying. So, Jan, it sounds like you need hearing aids. I do. I have hearing loss. <laughs> yeah. I, like, straight up have hearing loss. No, I... Same here. <laughs> it, it sucks a lot. <laughs> like, my, my audiologist is like, you're not where you need to have them in your ears yet, but that's something. You like, will. he's, like, mentally preparing me. He's like, you might... That's probably going to happen for you yeah, at some point. At some you're going to need hearing aids. It's like, cool. Like, should I do it now? It's like, mm, probably not yet. But I'm going to go spend $300 on these headsets that'll kind of do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll get the consumer version. Yeah. Because they look like little things sticking out of my ears. Yeah. <laughs> I really do think that Apple or somebody else is going to make a, a, a legit complete replacement for hearing aids accidentally. Or not accidentally, but like through AirPods <laughs> or something. And they almost it will have. be cheaper and better because the things that you see on the market are super expensive and i think it's because of insurance they mm. um a part of the something that biden did actually is going to make it so you can buy hearing aids over the counter Whoa. oh my god like it, the ability to buy hearing aids over the counter and that hopefully should bring down the price yes. and also like give people the ability because right now you have to have a fucking prescription for it. You can't just like buy a hearing <laughs> no, aid over the counter. No, exactly. And I think that's why they're so expensive is because yeah. you need a prescription and then the insurance company is like, okay, we'll pay for it. How much is it? And the company's like, five, 
thousand dollars. Insurance like five. Okay, it's five thousand dollars. <laughs> That is so so, the, the, so what we learned about that is the uh, person, the people who make hearing aids are like uh, <laughs> artists who just sold their first yeah. piece. And the person's like, all right, so how much is that? Five thousand dollars. Yeah, no, that's a great price. That's super cheap. Oh, yeah, fuck. no, I'll get that right now. Fuck. <laughs> 50, 50, 50. Did I say five? 50. 50 is five thousand is what I meant, I meant to say. 50. I meant 50,000. <laughs> that's a little steep. No, uh, no. Five? I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna pass on it. Okay, five. Okay, five. Five thousand. Five thousand. We can do five. five. We can do five. Just buckles that quickly. <laughs> Goes from fifty thousand to five thousand. <laughs> One tenth that's, of the price. Honestly, that's how I feel negotiating for like a a pay like raise at my job, where I'd send yeah. like I'd like twenty five, twenty five an hour. And like, if they came back to me and was like, "Now nah, we're not doing that," I'd be like, "All right, tw- twelve 17. bucks, twelve cool. bucks, cool, cool. twelve dollars. That'll take twelve dollars." Probably making too much, actually, if you think yeah. about it. No. <laughs> yeah. I'll take twelve. Whatever you want to give me, really, I don't. It's fine. Uh, um, go, 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 go. No, I was just gonna move us on. Should we archive? I think moving on is great. Um, I got some more stuff to talk about. I think. Yeah, we got more stuff to talk yeah. about. Yeah, I like that. We got more stuff to talk about. I think that there should have been more with that false Yamato ship i like this yeah. i like spooky enterprise oh yeah it was so spooky and more was like spooky. let me into the what's happening there's one bridge <laughs> and riker's just kind of if he hadn't been hanging out with Worf earlier that day he might have been concerned but yeah. now he realized like this is just how he processes things this is just <laughs> he's just working this is how Worf learns yeah this is Worf is a kinesthetic learner yeah, but he's, he's, even, he's still kind of pissed he's still kind of pissed over he's like Worf stop Worf, stop it's, Worf it's just a space Worf. anomaly stop it it's, it's <laughs> Worf's like okay okay I'll stop I, I like how it's Worf so was like Riker you have to see this and then Riker starts walking towards him and Worf's like you know, fucking just walking through the door, walks through the door, and Riker's like, "Whoa, how did you get over there?" <laughs> well, we know, everybody, we figured it out. No. I felt like they should have started doing some stuff when they realized, like, walking through the door, he would walk through the corresponding door in their own room. You know, mm. like they should have been just like, "Oh, sweet, cool, okay." So, Worf, pa- pass me a tricorder <laughs> through the door, <laughs> and then I'll pass it to you. Some like, but like there are two of us. <laughs> Like, yeah. And, and, yeah, and Picard's like, "What are you? What are you two doing over there?" It's like, "Doing stuff." Nothing. Just, it's, <laughs> it's pretty loud over here. It's kind of scary. Out things. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And you just hear in the background, Worf. Oh, I dropped it. Fuck. <laughs> Broken. Right on the toe. Right on the toe. Right on the toe. <laughs> uh, I like that they 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 and the sound design took the regular bridge sound design but kind of like warped it a little bit mm-hmm. it's like ooh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's dope i want to hang out on spooky enterprise Ooh, <laughs> i love like halloween episodes of star trek they're yes. just always fun they're great they need to do more spooky they call stuff. it yeah they call it the sister ship right the yamato yeah the sister ship. Yeah. Do you think sister ships are like uh, sister cities where like the the mayors of the cities kind of just like hang out for a day? Like, hey, you want to be sister cities? Like, I feel yeah. like we could do they a have lot. Nothing to do with each what other. What does that? What does that actually mean? Nothing. We just put it on our like 
on our website. Make a little and statue, like, yeah, like, like a cool <laughs> little statue in the city city square. Right. You know, right? It's definitely one of those facts where like somebody says it and you're like, oh, okay, cool. Okay, I don't care. <laughs> like, oh, the Yamato, that's our sister ship. Okay, okay. Right. <laughs> cool. <laughs> but they're not anywhere near here. Yeah, no. they're our sister ship. You're a sister ship. They're, okay, but what does that really they're like, mean? They're though? like us, but somewhere else. Okay. I love um, Data's face whenever he's trying to figure something out in this episode. It's like the computing face that he mm-hmm. has. Yeah. That he like later in later episodes and later seasons just kind of gets rid of it. But he's really pl- like... Um, Brand Spiner's really playing up the I'm a robot. I'm a robot today. Well, they yeah. <laughs> everyone kind of plays it up. It's something I noticed when uh, Picard, Riker, and Pulaski were all hovering around Data, <laughs> and they were just using him as a computer. And it's yeah. something yeah. I had never really like thought about until this episode, where they're just like hovered around him. They're like. Hey, okay, data, data computer, can you answer this question for me? And he's like, "Yes, this is what it is." And there, somebody's like, "So what about this? Could you calculate that right now?" And he's like, "Yeah, this is what it is." And I was like, "Oh, they're just using him as a computer. Like they're not really seeing him as a person at all." <laughs> they're like, "Data, what's five five three seven eight zero zero eight? And he's like, <laughs> and he says it out loud. It's like, "Cool, now turn it upside down. Check this out." <laughs> Can you display it? Can you display Display it it? on your on your wrist or something? (laughs) (laughs) Also, completely forgot about this moment on the bridge, but uh, Worf just goes like, "I I think we should go to yellow alert." And then Picard turns around, like, "Why? Why do you think that, Worf? What do you mean?" Yeah, no, just explain to me what you. Why why did you think? "Mm -mm." Why did you think we should go to (laughs) yellow? I'm good. Uh, Riker's like, no, I'm dude, sorry. like, it's cool. Like, he's kind of like, he's like, I'll pick you up. Like, we hung out today. We're good. He's like, and, and so he's like, okay, well, look, there's a space monster and it eats starships. And neither Picard or Riker are like, that was really fucking stupid. Yeah. But you kind of hear it. They're like, right. okay, well, um, just send another probe. <laughs> And then after the probe gets in, I think we should fire torpedoes. Right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I like that Immediately, that, just negative. 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 That's a no war. I like that thing he just has, like, he gets these urges just to say, I think we should go to yellow alert. And then it's like, <laughs> fuck, why did I say that? And well, no, I, like, also like to, I also like to imagine... Uh, everyone's like down in 10 forward and like discussing like, bridge crews discussing things and they're yeah. like you know I really hate the fact that Picard says that he wants to hear our opinion but then every time we give our opinion he turns to us very smugly and asks us to explain it yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> sir I think uh, I think we should go to yell alert why is that and they, why do you think why do you think we should do that well no I want uh, I want to hear your opinion on this well, well like my let's... my cousin my cousin who lives on earth <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He like, what's your cousin's name? Ensign. Um, uh, his name's uh, uh Kenny. Kenny. My Kenny? cousin Kenny on Are you Earth. Sure about what that? does your cousin Kenny have to do yeah. with um, space? With yellow alert. Well, he told me that like if you do a yellow alert, <laughs> it'll reduce everyone's stress levels. That's what he told me because do he that? does it at his job. Is a he? Lot. Oh, what's his job? What does he do? You know, I'm just gonna stop. I'm just gonna stop <laughs> talking now. Right. No, 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 no. I want to. This is Starship, and I want to hear. Yeah, Picard opinion. looks at Riker's like, "You want to hear this, right?" And Riker's like, "Yeah, I want to hear it." <laughs> just like a deep, uh, 
<laughs> he's a janitor. He works at a school. Oh, janitor. Okay. Oh, he's a janitor. Is it, is and that that makes a lot of sense. Janitors and starship captains basically well, do a lot of the same thing. It looks like oh my it looks like my shift's up. <laughs> it looks like I have to leave now, Mr. Pat Captain. <laughs> The fourteen-year-old kid's gonna take me take over my shift. Yeah, the, right, it's time bye. for the fourteen-year-old child to come take over for my shift. <laughs> oh man, I, I love to, like Picard is kind of big, like he's, Dick he's Picard so in this episode. He's like so passive assholey sometimes. Yeah, because like, Riker's like. You know, back in the day, they would just kill a captain. Like, kind of like this is definitely not going to happen. And yeah. Picard's like, <laughs> "Yeah, thanks a lot, Riker." That really helps in the situation. Like, Riker's like, "I'm just trying to bring it." Trying, Look, man, I'm trying, trying to, trying to help. Did anyone okay? else? Jesus. Anyone else feel that hostility? Because like, I felt like it had a pretty good joke. Pretty good and everyone's like, joke. "Shut up, Riker! Shut the shut fuck up!" up. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why is that, Riker? I was like, oh, "Okay, oh, um, all right, all right, all right." <laughs> He does this thing. He just throws it back in your face. <laughs> God, it's a good reason. Um, yeah, I think that. I mean, there's there's uh, there's some trivia. You know, this was the first episode of uh, that was aired after the writers' strike of 1988. Oh wow! Um, that's why it, it came out so late in the season. Interesting, and the, which is interesting because this is the second episode of the season. Mm-hmm. The first episode is just a reworked unused script from Star Trek Phase 2 which never went to TV. <gasps> oh yeah. It was the no, one that like what's turned Phase 2. Yeah, Star Trek Phase 2. So like there was Star Trek obviously. It yeah. got canceled. Yeah. Then it started going on reruns and it got really popular in reruns. And so Roddenberry was like, maybe we can do this again. We'll do just a Phase 2. It'll be a whole new like it'll be the Enterprise but we'll redesign it. And essentially, like it was caught in production hell, and Paramount was like, "Why don't you just make it a movie?" So he took a lot of those characters and designs and stuff, and they made Star Trek the Motion Picture. Mm-hmm. Star Trek Phase Two had a bunch of unused scripts that just sat around for like more than a decade. Got so it. they got this pile, and they're like, "Well, we'll just we'll just turn this old Star Trek Phase Two script, change people's names, and we'll 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 make it the season premiere." Because we don't have writers. We don't have right writers now, right they now. They want more money. Yeah, what they wanted was more. They wanted more residuals from reruns on syndication, uh, yeah. and that was the primary thing. And uh, they, I, th- I guess, they got it because that was the thing Good for, for a long time. We're Good coming up on nice. one of those. Not a writer strike, but a whole industry strike. There hopefully. should be Iatsi and yeah, everyone. Yeah, should uh, should really do that because <laughs> twelve hour days, six seven days a week. And that's just six post. hour turnarounds. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. French hours. Anyway. Um, it's also the first appearance of new red alert lights, which I didn't like, you know, we're so used to them. What but is I was like, are these new? <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> that's what they were. Um, and it's used for the rest of the run. And this is the only time ever that Jean-Luc Picard says, come in instead of come. When, when oh, people try to get into wow. the quarters, when he's listening to that, um, that French song, which means a long and slow, uh, <laughs> long and painful, excuse me. Slow and painful is what it means. That's what that means? Yeah, the song's name is literally slow and painful. That's incredibly <laughs> depressing. While, while the, the, yeah, the, the self-destruct oh, is running. Man. Jesus Christ. 
Shall we take a peek inside the, Let's do the it. archive? Let's do, Let's do it. it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. This is a little bit of improv that we do based off of the episode, and we play a Lower Decks characters. Not the show, like the characters who work on the No, in fact, no. we have no affiliation with them. And we started <laughs> doing this bit before that show ever aired. Ever. So, prepared. <laughs> yeah. Take that. Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Voyager. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. <sighs> Pert, Tom. Hey, Lopec, how you doing? Hey. Hey, I'm... You I'll be, I, I will be honest, I, I am not doing very well. Why? Uh, I... You know, when the self-destruct sequence for 20 minutes was initiated, I faced a lot of things that I had been ignoring about myself for a very long time. And, what? you know, I thought that we were all going to die and I had a lot of things that I needed to process, I realized, that I hadn't really done yet. Wait, what, sorry, what happened? Well, I was reading the logs last night and apparently um, uh, John luc Picard captain picard put the ship into a self-destruct sequence when we were in that uh void to try to um to try to outsmart the alien into letting us go i, I don't, didn't didn't hear it but yeah yeah i don't remember any of this N- Nagil- you don't remember nagulum the the alien no when what time what time did this happen uh, i don't it's, remember it's anything. been like the last 48 hours we've been dealing with this oh yeah, we just got out like you know what this is actually i do a 48 hour workout marathon in the gym you do around these two t- two dates yeah 40 you don't even leave the gym for 48 hours no nah, i have my headphones on for 48 hours i pump some iron do some cardio take uh little naps in between so that i don't have to sleep for a full night so I'll like I'll bench press like four hundred pounds and then I will like <laughs> go to sleep for like thirty minutes and then I'll wake up again and start doing something. So you like binge workout. Yeah, Bert, why yeah. don't you it would make more sense if you if you did this in, in reason and just like yeah. split it out like maybe like half an hour every day. No, this yeah. I only instead do, of trying to do forty eight hours a month. No, no, this is forty eight hours every year. This is my annual oh, workout marathon. I get I just get it all out in one big marathon so I don't have to do it during the year, you know? Well, it clearly works. Like, you're very fit. Yeah, you're jacked. Thank you. At the 48-hour marathon. So I must have missed it because I just had my headphones on for 48 hours. Well, yeah, well, there was uh, a self... Dis- like, you could have just died in the middle of your workout marathon. You know, I think about it that because I was getting ready for the mutiny. Speaking of which, <sighs> I noticed that you guys didn't show up to the mutiny rallying point there's, uh, yes, uh, yesterday. There's no mutiny. Yeah, there's there's not going to be a mutiny, Tom. I don't like. I don't know why you keep holding I, on to this idea. Of course there is. Uh, we have Riker behind us. What if, what if makes you think, number one? What makes you think Riker was for a mutiny? Yeah. At one point, Riker said, "You know, uh, back in the day, they they would mutiny for this," and then he winked at me, and that right there. If anything else is a sign that Riker wants to mutiny, so I was trying to rally the troops behind Riker, and I was it, putting up flyers in the mess hall. Of course, I didn't put my name on them because that, you know, but no one showed up to the rally point. Yeah, because there's nobody's going to mutiny against Jean Luc Picard. Like I don't. Yeah. Not, did, right. If don't Riker was in on it, he would have been there, wouldn't he? Yeah. Y- yeah, he did walk by, and he said, "Hey, he said, hey, Tom, 
and then he winked again. He winked again. I, well, I'll and say then he this. went up, and then he went to the to the turbo lift to go up to the to bridge. Uh, the bridge, which oh. I'm assuming was him getting ready for the mutiny. Yeah, yeah. No, I think the eye twitch thing, by the way, with not a wink, uh, yeah, is because he's, he's been working little... out hard. Not not quite as hard as as Pert what? here, but he's been working out with Warfly. I think he's just really dehydrated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's been doing yeah. those like uh, death workouts with Warf, where they yeah. like kill a bunch of people in the holodeck. Yeah, and I think you should like, do that, Pert. You should. Yeah, I don't really like killing people. I it, it unlocks. A, I tried it once, and it uh-huh. touched a part of me that I didn't really want to know was inside of me. So well, the forty-eight hours. I, I hour... what you mean by that, because you know when the self-destruct <laughs> sequence was initiated, and I started thinking about like what it means to be a Vulcan and what it means to be a living being, you know, and like yeah, are they the same thing? How you doing they... with that? It's pretty rough, you know. I try to schedule a session with Counselor Troy, but <laughs> she's she said, booked solid. Yeah, she's booked solid, and there's this weird disclaimer about Vulcan clients. Have you read that in no. the form? No. Yeah, she's like, I, I, it's like, it's difficult to empathize with a species. Like, it was pretty. It's kind of racist, kind to of be honest. Up. Yeah. Well, if you can, you should try to get a. I also do a forty-eight hour counseling marathon. You so do. I don't have to do it hour. throughout the year. Also, yeah. Yeah. Like, who do you do the? Who do you counsel with? Troy. She. Uh, um. I always make sure to get on the schedule right when the the first day that it opens up. Yeah. I wait in line and I I schedule forty eight full hours of. Are therapy. you doing that this week? Because that I think that's maybe why I couldn't get. A yeah, session actually, with her. I I I uh, <clears throat> I uh, put up the forty eight hour workout yeah. and then immediately the forty eight hour therapy session so I can exercise my body and that brings up all of my problems about like when my parents died in that crash and then i just don't I, understand why people wouldn't show up to a mutiny i mean jean-luc picard didn't get us out of there very quickly i do feel like if Riker was in, in charge we would have been out of there in seconds okay well, yeah, he kind of doesn't even want to go in there right yeah he's kind of yeah, a Riker, scaredy cat no that's not a scaredy cat that that's being conservative like a captain should be and that's what Riker was going to do. I mean, we're the flagship about of the Federation. We should Riker, do cool shit. Yeah, he well, Riker likes to show off, but when you know the road gets tough, he kind of flakes. If I'm being perfectly honest, well, maybe again, he again, came captain to a real careful. You, captain you, should be careful. <sighs> well, I gotta, you know, I think I'll just have to suppress these emotions better. Is what I'm gonna have to do. Mm. Um, I'm gonna go do that. My quarters. I'm just gonna. Cool. Well, I think maybe the uh, advertising for the mutiny just needs to be better. I'm gonna go work on that. Yeah, I think I mean, once people see a flashier poster, they'll be like, "Yeah, I want to get on board with that." I don't one. know if you want to put that out there. Yeah. Like, you can't really advertise a mutiny because Picard will most likely I'm, see that. I'm, but I'm making mutiny a brand. Like it's gonna be a brand. It's gonna be like mutiny brand, and then people oh. are gonna slowly start to realize that they want. It's like subliminal advertising, right? So they're sure. gonna be wearing like a mutiny shirt, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, mutiny sounds pretty great." Like that. They'll that probably sounds, just think about it. It'd be good. You know, people don't realize they need a mutiny until it's time right. for a mutiny, and they're like, "Actually, now would be a great time to do it." We can all wear our shirts when we right. mutiny. That's a mutiny exactly on uniforms. Them. Yeah. Yeah. 
cool. Yeah. I might actually need somebody to make those shirts for me, Pert. So if you. Oh yeah, I'm in. Just I, you know. Okay. I've got this 48 hour counseling sesh. Yeah, yeah. Up no, I get that. A few minutes. Yeah. So just hit me up after that. Anytime after. <laughs> All right. That. Anytime after. Right. that. Okay. Well, I'm. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm not going to cry. Is I'm gonna go to my quarters and I'm not gonna cry. So well, just stick it out, man. You'll be fine. Yeah, I'll, you know? I'll be fine. I just need to suppress these emotions. <laughs> I will say that 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 improv segment ends similarly to the way a lot of these early era TNG episodes <laughs> end, end, where it's just like, just like, and now the episode is over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did we solve anything? Kinda. Kinda. They're out of trouble. It's mostly a vibe. You just yeah. kind of get a vibe. <laughs> it really is a vibe. It's done. It's just done. There's no button. There's not really a button. Nope. No. They no. saved them. They saved them. <laughs> they saved them. Um, holodeck stuff is uh, pretty basically a giant fight scene <laughs> in this pretty sweet set <laughs> against these two awesome aliens. <laughs> it, it's 100%. You know, we're getting into spooky season. Oh, we're, it's we're, yeah. we're approaching spooky season. Spooky, spooky right. season is full on. Let's in get my spooky house. for sure. Yeah, it, it really gets <laughs> me going into that spooky. Mo- I'd say it made me want to go to like Knott's Berry Farm to do their not scary farm or something Ooh, like some right. some like Southern California or second or third tier right. amusement <laughs> park. Like we got to you know, get more people in. Sort of. Thing. When I was a kid, I went to. Uh, I think it was Great America had like a Fright Night thing. And I did not like scary things. Like I was not a fan. But my friend was like, loved scary stuff. So he's like, come on, let's go. Yeah. And I was like 12, maybe, I think, 11 or something. And they had this whole fucking, this like walkway that was just filled with fog. And then they had these zombie dudes with aluminum knee shields that they would run around and slide on these metal like (laughs) knee shields and it would make this like screeching noise so you'd be walking around you couldn't fucking see anything and then out of nowhere this guy would just come sliding up yeah like and it was like legitimately terrifying like as an 11 year old i was like fuck this it's too much Fuck this <laughs> i have not been alive long enough to deal with this <laughs> this has added like three years of of life onto me like jesus christ you know when you're 11 you're like you know what i'm pretty close to adulthood i think i got life figured out but like looking back on it it's like 11 you've been basically smart for five years tops <laughs> you know like <laughs> understanding how you relate to others and like you know you're you're still really selfish but you're you're a little bit more under it's like okay the world is complex and and all That's that all 11 you you've about. had maybe five years especially when you're uh 14 also then you oh. really feel like an adult and you it's could like, fly maybe like a spaceship or something like could, <laughs> with a bunch of like 30 year olds right, who right, have right. this as their career um <laughs> But yeah, this holiday yes. scene is just basically uh, Worf's exercise regimen. Yeah, it's like it's like a light. <laughs> it's his it's like up. a light leg day for him. Yeah. I do and this like, on every five after five days. Day. Yeah, exactly. Right. I love and, Riker's Riker, response. Area. <laughs> no, and Riker's just joining him for it. Yeah. Um, like I can see them like walking down the hallway, and and Riker's like, "Oh, where are you off to, Lieutenant Worf?" He's like, "Oh, I'm going to do my warm up exercise." Oh, cool. Can I come? 
Sure. sure. You might want to ask like, the captain. <laughs> Why would I ask the captain? It's a little dangerous. It's a little dangerous. He's like, oh, just let me grab my ambujitsu stuff. And I was like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> no you're no, not no, gonna. No, no, you're no, not no. gonna. You, you want to. You want mobility. You want to be able to see. Uh, I also love I think that. What like, I think. Yeah, what you were gonna talk about, Dylan, is I love Riker's, Riker's reaction to like. They fight him. Riker kills one of the dudes, and then Worf kills another guy. And Riker's response initially is like jaw on the floor, like <laughs> holy shit! Worf could kill me in like a second. He has to Worf's order Worf not to kill him. Yeah, right. <laughs> Worf's so far into this, like he's like his blood rage is going on. He like kills that one guy and then like whips to his uh, left and is like <gasps> and looks like right at, at Riker. And Riker's like, oh fuck, no, 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 no. <laughs> but my favorite part about this whole this whole holodeck scene is at the end when Worf is like, well, no, I I have other things that I do, and that's a little. Little personal, yeah, and you could see Riker go like, oh, I know that, oh, I get that, <laughs> I know that game. Yeah. I got some personal, I got some, work out. I got some, I got some personal holiday <laughs> workouts as well. <laughs> I think the bit of Riker being horny on the holodeck just never dies, it, no, it, never it, it, it's just the gift that keeps on giving, <laughs> it's yeah, so great. Yeah, almost imagine Riker's like, So, what do you do after this? Like, is there like a bar or something you go to <laughs> like you just killed Skeletor and bug guy here <laughs> I want to I want to brag to some people <laughs> I, I do want to note that there's this moment where Worf finds like a weapon like it's a gauntlet with a knife on it and he puts it on <laughs> and it just it felt very video gamey to me like cool yeah. like I'll use it and then like he doesn't actually ever use it properly because of the thing we talked about <laughs> where you're just used to killing things a certain right, way right. <laughs> and there's like a tutorial that pops up it's like to use the knife gauntlet and he's like no, X, no, no, no. X, just give X. me give give me a weapon just yeah, give I don't me a care real what weapon it is. <laughs> right because he, he then he picks up an axe yeah <laughs> all right that's weird and just try using the knife gauntlet it kills skeletors instantly no yeah. no i need to use the axe first <laughs> it just makes holding the axe hard but okay yeah. <laughs> this is some fun holodeck action it's yeah. great i, it's I think let's rate it let's just yeah, jump in let's and rate just, it we just, can talk about it as yeah, we yeah, go yeah. yeah dialogue you oh, do I mean, this every day <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's there. It exists. I wouldn't say it's incredible dialogue. Right. It's not Shakespeare. No, it's definitely yeah, there's not. There's no fucking Shakespeare in this. It's just, it's very, it's just can't be funny. Uh, I'll give it a two. You, I was going to give it a one. You read my mind, yeah, and I was going to give it a two also. Great. Romance. I don't think there's any. Well, there's a little, maybe a little uh, tension Worf's there. love of killing things. Yeah, Worf's love of violence. <laughs> a little bromance. They do hang out a lot this episode. They do. They do. <laughs> it's weird that they like this holodeck sequence and the whole Worf storyline doesn't really seem to like thematically Connect. play into anything that happened. You know, the, the only plot. way it does is how the alien is like, you guys are just super violent. And but that's almost like a one-off line. It is. And they don't even exhibit it really in no. like when they're doing stuff. It's really right. weird. It's like, okay, you attacked us with a Romulan ship and then we blew and then it you up. killed one of our members and, yeah. just to see what it was like. <laughs> You're the violent one, to be honest. We haven't done anything to you. We've just been trying to get out of your fucking hole. Yeah. You're uh, literally Danny, the space face. <laughs> Killing shit. Okay. 
Uh, I'm giving it um, a point five for the bromance. Zero goose egg. There's, there's no romance. Fine. Action. <laughs> five. 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 Can we give it a six? <laughs> Wait. I I gotta give a special mention to Riker when he spins down the pole. He, oh, this is yeah. right at the beginning. He jumps and does this spin flippy maneuver down right. the pole to help Worf. And he also when Worf is fighting the, Riker kills the one guy, right? Insectoid. Yeah, insectoid. And Steve then he Kelso, looks over yeah. at Skele- Skeletor and he's just like, oh, Worf's got him. Yeah, he doesn't help him at all. No, and Worf's about to die. He's got like the knife up against his throat. Honestly, yeah. Honestly, I think Worf would have been mad at Riker yeah. if Riker jumped in and helped him. Yeah, yeah definitely. Worf wanted that kill mm-hmm. so bad. Mm-hmm. I could have handled it myself. <laughs> <laughs> that pole swing though is so good. It, it's, it's a great. little, it's a little chaotic, and <laughs> I feel like Freaks <laughs> yeah. might have been like, I just needed to get a feel for it. Can I do it again? When Rick is like, nope, that's a Colby. <laughs> Colby, Colby. It's like I don't know if that was a Colby. <laughs> Colby, I get, it, I get two takes. I get I'm two a, takes. <laughs> it, it, it gave me some. That uh, was a rehearsal take, one hundred percent. It gave me some, um, some uh, uh, Kirk, Kirk vibes, though. Yeah, yeah oh, totally. Yeah. Whenever Kirk does any action, it's very chaotic, and you're like, yeah. he might. Fall. I think he's gonna he hurt could, himself. Yeah. <laughs> he's just. Buddy. Flinging himself in there. There's a lot of sharp corners in this room, <laughs> William. Like, you shouldn't build. You shouldn't be yeah. throwing yourself. Around. And he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's really great. Uh, Skeletor, I mean, Steve Kelso and Jan, Jan Michael Schultz. Good job. Uh, great job. Fun scene. Good shit. Good shit. Yeah. Suspense. Um, There's a little bit of really- tension early on. Of yeah. like, where Spooky. are they? Yeah, what's, where, what's going on? Yeah. Why is Picard so nervous? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, zero for me. There's really you, no suspense. You don't know it's the holodeck yet. You kind of do. I'm going to go with, I, you know you don't. That could be on some, I didn't. I'm going to go so with point We're so practiced five. and well-versed in what's a holodeck. But yeah, yeah, we are it, the holodeck aficionados. Could be an away mission for all we know. Exactly, that's what I thought right. initially. I'm going to go with point five. I'm giving it outright a two. Huge Whoa. skew on, on the Yon Edge there. <laughs> Camp, I mean, guys. It's got to be a five, This right? is a five for me. It's Quinteros? It's a five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. Uh, we didn't talk a lot, a lot about this in general, but I did just want to point out that the lighting, because of the director of photography at this time, is such that Jonathan Frake's baby blue eyes... Just sparkle. They like, pop. It's incredible. Everywhere. All the it's, cinematography in these early seasons yeah. is actually like quite good. Yeah. Because there's right. that one shot out of the holodeck where it's like it's on Picard and in the foreground it it like it pans over to Riker's hand and then it racks focus on his hand and his he's like kind of yeah. nervous and then it moves up to Riker and yeah. I was like that was like a nice dynamic shot that they, they had going do on there. They don't do stuff like that. No, they later. don't. Yeah. 100%. Uh, and then finally stakes. That's a maybe a one cuz we don't know if the safeties are off. I'm going to go with the point right. .5 cuz yeah, cuz I didn't know where yeah. we were and I don't know if the safeties were off and Worf was about to get impaled a- in the neck. And he was going to kill the Riker. One. Yeah, he's gonna kill Riker. 
I'm going to go with a one. My uh, And my reasoning behind it is like you guys said, don't know if the safeties are on or off. And then also there's the stakes of whether or not Worf and uh, Riker are going to, you know, gain some bro time. Like, yeah. Are they going to actually like get, get along? Do they hang like, after this? Yeah. <laughs> if I was in the TNG writer's room, people would hate me because my all of my pitches would start with, okay, so Worf kills Riker. <laughs> Wait, That's what? how we start the episode. What? <laughs> It's a dream. Got you it's guys. It's a dream. It's gotcha. Dream. They're in the holodeck, and then, and then, like the fifth time, you're like, "All right, so Worf kills Riker," and they're like, "Okay, man," but this time he actually kills him. Riker's dead. No, that's but, just no. Just Riker's dead. We can't. Everyone's like, "Really?" We can't kill. Yeah, but then we bring him back to life. <laughs> no, see, that's what I'm talking about. <sighs> and when there's one guy who always makes it work. And in this case, it was the Wrath of Khan writer, Jack B. Yep. Sauer. Right, it's like, right. okay, we could, it could be fun though if we did a holodeck fight, maybe. Where he yeah. almost dies. Yeah. Worf almost kills him. Okay, computer. What's, uh, what's our final score? Calculating. 2.22. Cool. Nice. That sounds solid. right to me. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a lot other than action and camp going on in this. Which, this, this puts it right below Rapture and above Practical Joker. So it's in the same range from last week. Yeah. Rapt- good stuff. What's su- surprising a little bit because the action is so good and it is so campy. It is really just devoid of anything else. Devoid of anything. How many yeah. hours of Star Trek have we officially watched? How many episodes have we watched? Oh, man. I mean, <laughs> I think we're at like 69 or something. 60. Like we're at 60 on our list. So over 50 hours of Trek. Yeah. Easily. Easily. Cool. With movies and stuff like that. Uh, Speaking of the next one we're going to be watching, it's a little shorter. What are we watching? We're watching Lower Decks Season 2, Episode 1, Strange Energies. Let's do it. I haven't seen this episode yet. I haven't haven't caught up with Lower Decks. I know that it involves the holodeck. Wait, which one? I'm excited. What's it called? Season two, episode one. Yep. Strange oh, I've, I've seen it. Yeah. I just don't remember it. Cool. Uh, thanks for listening to Track to the Holodeck. We are available on all your podcasting platforms, so make sure to hit subscribe there. Maybe leave us a rating. Uh, uh, if that helps, that helps us. If that helps you, do it. Yeah. We're also on all the social medias. You can also check out our Discord channel. we got a cool Discord channel. We talk about track and stuff. We also have a channel on the Indiesaurus Discord. They have a little Discord if you want to check out their other shows. That's our our bosses, as we said last time. Um, it's our network. It's our network. And they have a little audio signature right now. You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. Yeah. Wow, wow. Meow. Our computer voice was provided by Verona Blue. Thank you, Verona. Intro and outro music was provided by the artist Bodyline, available now on Bandcamp, used with permission from the Midwest Collective. Dylan? Oh, Midwest yeah. Collective. <clears throat> oh, yeah, sorry. Um, so <laughs> there's this company. Uh, there's this big company out there. They're called Viacom CBS, and they, they own the rights to this all the Star Trek stuff. Yeah. Um, and once upon a time, they decided to be complete dicks. Dickheads. About uh, the rights that they legally hold. And have a right to tell people to cease and desist. Mm-hmm. Cease and desist. 
And uh, they they told us to do that at one point. They did not, dude. They did not, and they have not yet. So uh, just tell, just stop. They did. Did they through Instagram? Told us to cease and desist. Uh, they haven't given us like a full on letter or anything, but they pulled our content. Really? Because yeah. we didn't alter it enough, and that's where the whole "fuck you" Viacom CBS comes from. Yeah, I don't remember because we made a cool little trailer. Jan, <gasps> oh, I do remember that. Blood, sweat, and tears into it. We put it up. Not enough. And they're like, much. "Hey, by the way, you can't do that." And we're like, "We changed it." It Fuck was them. a great <laughs> lesson in what is transformative and what is not right. transformative on the Instagram pro, uh, 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 what's it called platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So. Well, Fuck you, Viacom. And then I made a better one. So fuck you. It got better. So fuck you very much. But thank you. But also thanks. Yeah, but also thanks. (laughs) And also, we're it's the only way we're gonna be able to watch Star Trek soon. So Paramount Plus. Two weeks. Two weeks if you don't have Paramount Plus to watch all of Star Trek. Good luck. Literally impossible. And program. We spent virtually every free hour in the Hollow Suite. For a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated.